Are you experiencing disconnection in your relationship? Do you feel like you're constantly struggling with the same unresolved issues? Are you having difficulty managing strong emotions? Or would you just like to know a little bit more about therapy? We've got you covered. Welcome back to Spilling the Therapy with therapist Kathy Dan Moore and grief coach Jess Lowe. Hey, Kathy Dan, how are you? I am great. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad tomorrow's Friday. (laughs) Has it been a week for you? It has been a week. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just like, you know, my dog's been sick and I just came back from seeing you. And so then my husband left like the day after. So just trying to get back into like normal routine. And there's no normal routine when it's like about to be like we're in the throes of the holiday and yeah. all of the to do's. Yes. And of course, like that's when I decide to redo part of my house, which by the way, the painting debacle continues because oh, no. I put the stuff on that the woman at Ace told me to put on and she was very confident. And I will say it's a little bit better but if I run my fingernail over this paint, it will still come off. Do y'all not have a Sherwin-Williams? You need an actual paint store. Ace Hardware, it, they're, they're not the, a paint store. I know, I know. They're just so like random. I'm going <laughs> to finish the blue on the wall or on the uh-huh. doors. And now, and then I'm going to add a protectant coat over it. I, I have an idea. Yeah. Um, what if you did a wallpaper on your door? I can't do it on my own though. Oh, because I was like, I guess I mean, I could hire somebody to do it. Now you just got my wheel spinning. I'm just saying, wouldn't that be cool? It would. It and I do (laughs) do love a wallpaper. I'm not gonna lie. It is. Yeah, but so we'll see. I've got somebody building the bookcase and I might as well do this. I don't know, but he was like, yeah, the bookcase, you basically want a new bookcase that's going to look like you got it from your great aunt Tilly. And I was like, you are reading my mind. That's all I want. (laughs) That's what I want. (laughs) All right. Are you ready to jump into today? I am. I am ready. Okay. So the, today's going to be a little bit shorter, I think, Yeah. but we say that sometimes and then I trail off into 15 directions <laughs> and it's not shorter at all. So we'll see, but yeah. we're talking about neglect. So, mm-hmm. and neglect can be kind of hard to spot. So we've got mm-hmm. some advice on the different types, on some signs of neglect, what you can do if you're worried specifically about a child. So mm-hmm overarchingly, right? Neglect is the ongoing failure to meet a child's basic needs and the most common form of child abuse. Um, So a child might be left hungry or dirty or without proper clothing, shelter, supervision. That's the one I saw a lot when I did in-home therapy at a nonprofit Um, or not getting proper health care, right? So this can put kids, young people in danger And then what we're really concerned about not only is the danger that happens right then, but also what the long-term effects are on their physical and mental well-being. Yeah. So So we're going to start by talking about like the different types of neglect. mm -hmm. There's a lot of different types. 
which can make it hard to spot. But broadly speaking, there are four types. So mm-hmm. you're going to obviously see like physical neglect. So a child's basic needs, such as food, clothing, or shelter, um, they're not met or they're not properly supervised or kept safe. Yeah. Um, educational neglect. So a parent doesn't ensure that their child is given an education. Um, and you see that more than you would think, mm-hmm. you know, happening, um, emotional neglect where a child doesn't get the nurture and stimulation that they need. This could be through ignoring, humiliating, intimidating, or isolating them. Yeah. And I'm going to wax on a little bit about mm-hmm. emotional neglect in a minute. I want to pop back to the educational neglect. One yeah. of the things I remember, this is why it's never as short as we think it's going to be. One of the things that I remember um, is that there's also a really big socioeconomic um, difference in prioritization of education yeah. and and what neglect really looks like versus when it's just not as prioritized in some homes because mm-hmm. they frankly don't have the time, money, and supervision to prioritize it. Right. Um, so I I remember noticing a really big difference in how much I prioritized education with my children mm-hmm. and what I saw in other families where they had bigger needs that right. were just monopolizing the bandwidth with which they could pay attention to their family, right. you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. And then the last one is medical neglect. So a child mm-hmm. isn't given proper health care. This includes dental care and refusing or ignoring medical recommendations altogether. Yeah. Yeah. So with edu- with the emotional piece, I wanted to say a little bit about differentiating between emotional abuse because you know mm-hmm. I talk about that in my practice, yeah, a lot. Um, yeah. And emotional neglect—they're not the same thing. So they're yeah. different in how they happen, and they're different in how they affect children mm-hmm. in the moment and in the future. So yeah. emotional abuse is an act. It's Mm -hmm. whereas emotional neglect is a failure to act. So an a quick example, if Mm -hmm. a kiddo is playing basketball and let's Uh say he is really had a rough game and didn't do well. And the parent comes up to kiddo a, let's say John and says like, John, I can't believe I even left work for you for this. Like you played horribly. I mean, what a waste of my time versus that. So, right versus the kid who we'll call him Steve, who is done with the basketball game and he's looking around and his parents aren't there and they didn't show up and he starts to go like, do they even know I'm on the team? Do I even matter? Yeah. That right. So that's the difference. So uh, people like I talk about like the treatment of a car, right? Instead Mm -hmm. of if you're pulling into a parking spot with care, you know, um, and you allow like things to, you know, bump along the side, right. If you're uh-huh. in the parking spot, right. Um, and you, you don't even care about it, right. You're abusing uh-huh. your car versus yeah. if you're not taking your car in for oil changes and things right. like that, you're neglecting it. So, yeah. so the emotional abuse does involve like the action of not taking care, hurting something, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So your parents have to do something to emotionally abuse you. 
So name calling, insults, remarks with contempt, swearing at you, right? It, neglect is they're doing their their inaction. So when yeah. they're failing to do something that you need, um, and we can talk more about what sort of the butterfly effect is of those two different things, but they're not yeah. the same. So I just right. thought it'd be important to kind of point that out. Both harmful. Both harmful. Both harmful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about the signs of neglect. Yeah. Um, again, you know, it's very difficult to spot at times. Um, having one of the signs doesn't necessarily mean a child is being neglected. But if you notice multiple signs that last for a while, they might show there's a serious problem. Mm-hmm. Um, children and young people who are neglected might have like they might be dirty or smelly. Um, they could be hungry or not given money for food, like at school, having unwashed clothing, having the wrong clothing, like if it's winter time and they don't have a jacket yeah. and then having frequent and untreated, like nappy, like rashes and in infants. So, um, mm-hmm. diaper rash, um, you know, and yeah. then there's also like health and development problems also that can arise, um, such as anemia. Um, body issues like poor muscle tone and prominent joints, uh, Mm -hmm. medical, dental issues. um, That's seen a lot, uh, a lot of dental issues, missed medical appointments, um, like their vaccinations, their wellness checkups. Um, If they're not given the correct medication for what they need, poor language or social skills, uh, regular illness or infection, if they're always getting, you know, getting sick, repeated accidents, Skin issues, rashes, flea bites, thin or swollen tummies, tiredness, untreated injuries, and even even weight and growth issues as well. Mm-hmm. And these are things that can also be happening due to just a, a child that it has an Im- right. immune deficiency, or you know. So this isn't we're we're not necessarily saying these are obvious signs that neglect is no. going on. They're warning signs. Right? They're warning signs. It's something yeah. to just kind of keep on your radar. Right. And if you're not noticing improvements, especially if you're like a mandated reporter, like uh-huh. you need to kind of keep your eye on these, you know, these sort of things. So yeah. And even if you're not a mandated reporter and you see right. something like that, you can always call an anonymous which uh, we'll have that link originally. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about like some no one's off the issues. hook for making sure no. kids are safe is what we're no. trying to say. I feel like everybody's a mandated reporter. <laughs> we should all be. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, you want to go over like housing, family issues. And yeah. Like that? So if they're living in an unsuitable home environment, like they don't have any heat, golly yeah. day, that is yeah, not good. You know me, yeah. I like it within like one to two degrees in my house. Um, it's very finely attuned to the temperature. Yes. So being left alone for a long time, taking on the role of the caregiver for other family members, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you're noticing that kids are becoming clingy or they're becoming aggressive, any kind of like switch in behavior, I think is can be a warning sign if they're withdrawn or anxious, if there's, and again, these are just signs to go like, Hey, let's Let's touch base. Let's check in on this. But if you notice changes in eating habits or sort of obsessive behaviors, if they're finding it hard to concentrate, take part in activities, really teachers are going to be ones that are going to see a lot of this too, missing school. And obviously any kind of signs of Mm -hmm. self-harm or the use of drugs, alcohol, we're we're wanting to check in. Just we're wanting to check in, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes... 
the child will reveal, you know, abuse or neglect Mm -hmm. as well on their own. Um, So a child who's being neglected might not realize what's happening is wrong. They might just think that's just life. It's normal for them, right? Right. So they they might even blame themselves. But if a child talks to you about neglect, it's important to do these things. Listen carefully to what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Let them know that they've done the right thing by telling you. So that gives them someone to feel safe, you know, a safe space for them. Mm-hmm. Um, let them know that it's not their fault. Say that you're taking them seriously, um, which pro- they probably don't have anyone else that does that for them. Um, don't confront the alleged abuser. You can explain like what your next steps are to them and report what the child has told you as soon as possible. And again, we're going to link below, I'm in the show notes, a link for the childwelfare.gov and it has every state's information. So Mm -hmm. they can just click on that. So, And if everybody didn't already think it's a big deal, it's a big deal. So let's talk a little bit about how neglect changes childhood. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because kids who've been neglected they're going to experience short-term and long-term effects. Like there are actually problems with brain development. Their brains are not developing at a normal, healthy rate. So they're going to have higher risk taking behaviors, running away from home, drugs, alcohol, uh, escape. I mean, that to me, that's just screaming escape, 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 right? Uh, Getting into dangerous relationships, you're turning away from where your needs aren't being met and you're trying to find your needs met. And sometimes anywhere, anywhere. And sometimes you have a huge bullseye on you because Mm -hmm. they know you don't have the necessary support and that's scary. So, um, which then transcends to difficulty later in life with relationships, even with their own kids, you send somebody out to cut a tree down in a forest when you don't give them an ax, they're not going to know how to do it. That wasn't done properly Properly. for them. Right. And so it continues on. Yeah. So it's associated with significant risks of learning difficulties, difficulty Mm -hmm. in school, right? So poor school achievement, deficits in executive functioning and attention regulation. So lots of ADHD kind of behaviors, Mm -hmm. lower IQ scores. If somebody's not reading to you when you're little, you know, you are not learning at the same rate as people, kids that are being read to. So they have good reading skills. Um, And they're going to have lower rates of high school graduation. Um, It can also correlate with really significant risk for emotional and interpersonal difficulties people that are going to end up being really highly negative, uh, lack of impulse control, lack of emotional um, regulation, Mm -hmm. um, personality disorders, you know, as a lot of times then only bad behavior gets any attention paid to you. And so you're really developing some bad behavior as a way to just be seen and be heard. Generally, lower levels of enthusiasm, confidence, assertiveness. It can also really alter just the development of your biological stress response systems. So I talk about this a lot because EMDR is what addresses this. So it can lead to much bigger risk of anxiety, depression, even things like cardiovascular problems and other chronic health. The mind body, like connected, yeah, connected people. Yeah. it's pretty comprehensive the amount of negative impact that can happen from childhood neglect. Yeah. So, and so you want to talk a little bit about some of the ways that people can heal. Yeah. 
So um, examine and accept the impact of your childhood on who you are today. I think that that's really important. Um, it makes sense that you can feel empty and unfulfilled. It all goes back to your childhood, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk about that a lot. <laughs> um, if you've experienced both emotional abuse and emotional neglect, work on the emotional abuse first. It's easier to identify actions taken against you. Mm-hmm. which is the emotional abuse rather than subtle and oftentimes invisible moments of not getting your needs met, emotional neglect. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times in sessions, it's a lot easier when people are creating their timeline and we're doing EMDR. It's a lot easier for people to come up with what was happening to them yeah. that they feel is a trigger and a trauma from their past. And when I point out the things that are more about neglect, it's almost like it surprises my clients a little bit yeah. more. You know, yeah, I mean, I, just me personally, I experienced emotional abuse and emotional neglect from the same parent growing up, um, which we've talked about. And you, you know, when you haven't done, haven't had any therapy, you think, oh, it's all emotional abuse. But then Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, wait, you didn't even do this. Like you didn't do it. So that's Mm -hmm. when it becomes that emotional neglect. So it's a real eye opener once you get into some therapy there. Um, if you've experienced emotional abuse, consider working with a skilled therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, it's highly important. Um, and it's essential that you have someone that you can trust to guide you through the process of healing. If you recognize signs of childhood, emotional neglect, learn all you can about emotional neglect, how it happens and the market leaves on you. Therapy can be helpful for that as well. Therapy. And then (laughs) we're just saying therapy. You need the therapy. Um, the one most vital ingredient to healing is changing the relationship you have with your emotions. It's imperative that you learn how to identify, accept, understand, and express your emotions. We talk about emotional regulation and understanding emotions all the time. So therapy, therapy. Yeah. You can recover from the negative effects of emotional abuse and of emotional neglect. Mm -hmm. You can recover. Yes. We do heal. So, but you have to really pay attention to it and to your needs. You have to be Mm -hmm. as kind and loving to yourself as you would to other people. Know that you deserve to feel like you matter. Mm -hmm. And so it, it really, it's really important. And I think that it's just so much easier to look at somebody who feels like they've been abused and and not um, pay enough attention to people who've experienced neglect and, yeah. and how that is also a trauma, I guess, is kind of like our overarching point. That right, is also a significant sure. trauma with impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll put All the right. hotline. You'll put the, put the hotline. Every time uh, I hear it hotline now I think of that hotline bling is that Drake or something I don't know (laughs) that song about the hotline bling and then Mike Tyson sang it on Jimmy Fallon that's another rabbit hole (laughs) no but you can send me the link it's like is that hotline bling yeah I think that's what it's called I don't know you have to send it to me so I can listen to it (laughs) I will but we do have an ask and answered okay good Um, so it's from Misty in Tampa so your neighbor oh yay Uh, says, hi, ladies. Hi, Misty. I, re- I recently moved to Tampa from Chicago. Money is tight and my work schedule is packed. Therefore, mm. I will be unable to make the trip home for Christmas. Needless to say, I have the holiday blues. It's my first year missing Christmas in my whole 26 years. Any suggestions on how to still have a Merry Christmas, just me and my pup? I did yes. this once when I moved to Boston and I was... 
up there. And it was, yes, I had this experience. So yes, I do. First of all, enjoy the fact that in Florida, I mean, today it's a little bit chilly. I am wearing a sweater, but overarchingly we have a warm season. So get out, go for walks on the beach, enjoy things about this area that you don't get to do it up in Chicago in the winter. Um, maybe find a place to like volunteer so that you can kind of feel connected. Yeah. Um, make like a favorite dish or something that your, your mom always made do a FaceTime so that you yeah. connect and see them. I don't know. Those yeah. are some of the things off the top of my head, but yeah, what, I agree. I agree. Um, and then like any family traditions that you may have had, like do them yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, and I feel like FaceTime is so wonderful. I think that's like the one good thing about technology for me these days is FaceTime. So you can still have those connections. Obviously, though, the other good thing about technology is this lovely podcast that we're yes. able to create. <laughs> yes. <into the> <laughs> yes. I'm just saying for the most part, social media. So you know how we feel about that. Yeah. Uh, it's a love-hate relationship with social media. <laughs> but the FaceTime is so great because you can honestly sit your iPad, computer, whatever down on your table and have that meal with your family. Yeah. We couldn't yeah. do that, you know, 20 years ago. So it's really cool that we have that opportunity. And you know, what's helpful anytime where you can't be with family from home is kind of planning the next time you will. Yep. Right. So what are some things you're looking forward to doing when you're back in Chicago, make some game plans and then see if you can't embrace something kind of special about your yeah. new town. Boat parades are really fun here and we have a million of them in all there different areas. So check out where there's a boat parade close to you. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Thank you to our listeners for joining us today. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This will help us move up the chart and be more accessible to new listeners. Don't forget to check out our website, Instagram, and Facebook, which is all linked below, where we will continue to add resources and information. If you have a question for our Asked and Answered segment, click on the link below or on our website. I hope everyone has a great weekend. We are your hosts, Kathy Danmore and Jess Lowe. And join us next time as we will be having a special holiday episode where we'll be breaking it down one sip at a time. The podcast you heard today is for educational purposes only and does not replace the advice you may be receiving from a licensed therapist. 